hope you're enjoying Moriarty, The Devil's Game, an Audible original podcast. All episodes of Season 1 are now available ad-free, exclusively on Audible. Visit audible.com slash moremoriarty and sign up for a free trial. Monsieur Holmes! Monsieur! Monsieur! Has there been any progress recovering the stolen paintings? No questions, please. Mr. Holmes! Excuse me? Mr. Holmes. Please step aside. Is that a no? It's been weeks! Do you have any leads? The people deserve to know. not discuss the details of an ongoing investigation. Can you confirm this was Professor Moriarty's work? I said no questions. Do you consider him a rival? Moriarty? No. Certainly not. Even in light of Dr. Watson and his wife? Dr. Watson? Oui, Monsieur. Have you not heard what has happened? The gun was loaded with blanks, Doctor. Your wife is unhurt. Prove it! I want to see her, goddammit! Turn me around! John, who are these people? What's happening? I don't understand. Just stay calm, my love. It'll be all right, I promise you. Turn me the hell around! Archie, please take Mrs. Watson back to her room. John! No! Don't you touch her! Mary! Mary! I'm sorry for the theatrics. I had to know you were telling the truth. You wouldn't exchange Mary's life for a lie. You put your love for her above everything, even protecting Mycroft Holmes. You son of a bitch! No further harm will come to her. You have my word. Blast your bloody word! It's too late! Now you've involved her in this! An innocent woman! No. No one is going to hurt her. They will! She'll die for what you've done! I can protect her. You can't protect anyone! You've killed us both! Uh, uh, Professor, are you all right? Uh, uh, yes, I... Uh, uh, excuse me. Professor! Ah, yes. Those brilliant gears are lining up now. The Professor is a killer. You've miscalculated with this one. Welcome to the other side, Professor. You're a bloody monster. Professor, are you all right, sir? You don't look well. Are you all right, sir? How's your head? Temporary insanity. James Moriarty, have you lost your mind? Sir, what's the matter? Just as you predicted, Mr. Mycroft. Abduction? Both of them. The police have lost all traces of Dr. Watson, and now the wife's gone as well. One of Sherlock's irregulars spotted her getting into a cab at Baker Street. 
She never returned home. Interesting, Mr. Baines. Quite interesting. We should have handled this when the doctor retired. He knows more than he should. He knows precisely what I want him to know. As do all. Mm. Your brother sent a telegram? A request to be recalled from France, no doubt. Yes, sir. To handle this development. Or distract from his ineptitude. Tell him to stay the course. Sherlock had his game with Moriarty, and now I will have mine. Professor, feeling better? Ah, uh, Colonel, yes, please do come in. I I'm sorry for leaving so suddenly down there. A thought struck me and... Bollocks. You're a terrible bluff, you know. You popped a nerve down there with the doctor and his wife. What? No, I... You're losing it, Professor. Don't deny it. I've seen the slippage. You've been off since we killed John Clay. Is it that obvious? The whole crew saw you blow your lunch overboard. Now, we can pass it off as seasickness, but you and I know the truth. It's your mind that's making you ill. This business is making you crack. I'm not cracking, I'm fine. Well, I hope that's true, Professor. Because if you slip when it counts, it's going to be all our hides. So, Brother Mycroft... Mm. How did we overlook him? Our spies did a full report. Yes, by all accounts, Mycroft is a nobody. A bureaucratic busybody, auditing books in some of the government's departments. There's not a trace of suspicion on him. That should have been our first clue. The best spies are the ones you least suspect. So how would you like him done? I can arrange a bullet to the heart. No, not yet. I need Mycroft alive. He killed your woman, Professor. He set you up to die. And I must know why. You speak of illness, Colonel. This is the illness inside of me. The toxic unreasonableness of his actions. It's a slow poison that eats at me day and night, tearing at my heart and mind. There are too many questions still unanswered. And while Mycroft Holmes may be at the centre of this injustice, he can't die until I know the full truth. Aye, the hard way then. The only way, Colonel. We will make port in London and begin a full investigation into Mycroft at once. I want you at the head of this. Follow his movements closely and concern yourself with nothing else. Find me a way to him. Aye. And what's to be done with the Watsons? They've seen our faces. And know this ship, not to mention our next target. Yes, well... You can't let them go and trust them to keep quiet. Not after what you put them through. If you want it handled discreetly... No! This darkness spreads no further. The Watsons aren't our enemies. And I won't hurt innocent people. There's only one way this ends for them, Professor. You know it. I know it. Dark as it may be. Now, you can stall all you like, but in the end, the result needs to be the same. To let them live would threaten everything we've built. Doctor, I have your soup. The spoon this time. <laughs> I always knew my last meal would be served by my executioner. Though, this is a funny twist. I want to see my wife before you kill me. Believe me or not, Doctor, I still have no ambitions to kill you. 
You are safe. Your wife is safe. And so is the soup, I assure you. This would be a move, though, wouldn't it, Professor? Poison. A woman's weapon. I have a theory. One I can't prove on paper, just an instinct. A feeling that despite what has passed between us, I can trust you. What makes you think that? Because the love you've shown for Mary equals what I felt for Rose. I believe you cherish her too much to chance retaliation or revenge. And that in your heart, you are much like me, a decent man. One that doesn't want to play this dangerous game any further. I was out of the game, Professor, and then you showed up. Your wife has been moved to a safe room on shore, and arrangements are being made to have both of you smuggled out of the country. It will be quiet, and you'll have plenty of money. I'll give you all the means in my power to start fresh, far away from this. The only favor I ask in return is to tell me everything you know about Mycroft Holmes. <sighs> That's a noble offer, Professor. I'm even tempted to take it. What's stopping you? You know what. Perhaps you are as good as your word. Perhaps we'd get away and be happy for a time, but someday, eventually, the Holmes boys will find us. I've seen it happen too many times. Made it happen, too. Then help me stop it from happening again. We have the same enemy, Doctor. Help me destroy them. I want Mary out of London today, and alone. She's safer away from all this, away from me. You understand? More than you know. She will be on her way to the continent before nightfall. I will ensure Mary disappears. I'd like to see her first. There's no explaining what's been done, but at least I could say goodbye. I will make it so. Now please, who is Mycroft Holmes? He's a curious case. Soft and odd on the outside, but sharp as steel within. Charming at times, but lethal and smart. Far smarter than his brother, perhaps even you. The Afghan rebellion, he produced our entire war strategy over afternoon tea with the Queen. He's a strategist? Mm, of a kind. He serves as some sort of central exchange inside Whitehall, a clearinghouse that gathers and balances information. The War Office, the Home Office, the Admiralty, all matters of state importance flow through his great brain so he can guide national and foreign policy. On whose authority? His own. Best I know. Sherlock told me even the Prime Minister sends him daily reports. The man has eyes outside the government as well. Spies in the field all over Britain, the world, watching targets closely for him and sending back intelligence. And that's why you're never really free. If he wants someone found, he'll find them. If he wants something from you, he can get it. He'll spend all the gold in the treasury if he has to. Or sentence innocent men to die. You still think you're innocent? Your assassin put me on the edge of death. And then you started in on your torture. My guiltless wife is your hostage and will live out her days on the run because of you. At least she's alive. And if the roles were reversed, you would have done the same. No. I would have walked away long before this because you're wrong about me, Professor. I'm not like you. 
I couldn't steal and murder and manipulate my way to the top of the underworld. I could never be anything like John Clay or Sherlock or Mycroft bloody Holmes. I am not those men. Are you so sure? Because your actions speak otherwise. And if you continue to act, if you continue to fight, where does it end? What will it cost to get your vengeance, Professor? And if you do get it, what will you become? Brother Mycroft has his rails and he runs on. Keeps lodgings right here on Pall Mall, so that every morning he can stroll right round the corner into Whitehall. He works his day, then in the evening makes his way to this club right up here, the Diogenes. At exactly quarter to five he enters, makes his way to that room up there with the big windows, and sits down by the fire with a black portfolio. Whatever the contents are, he reads them diligently. And he's rarely bothered. Then at precisely twenty to eight, his secretary knocks, and he hops back across the street to his rooms. Every day, the same cycle. Home, work, the club. The man takes no exercise, goes nowhere else, in three weeks of watching him, I've never seen one diversion. See? There he is now, right there, by the fire. That's him, Colonel. The man that came to see me in Durham. The man that took everything from me. You're certain? Yes, he might have been in disguise, but his girth gives him away. I'm a fool for not seeing this sooner. <laughs> well, don't be so harsh on yourself. No one sees much of him to begin with. Brother Holmes is very private and has no wish to be seen nor hold the company of other fellows. That's why he founded this club. I'm told members are forbidden to speak inside, save for when they're in that room. They call it the Stranger's Room. And that's where we get to him? Anywhere else would be tricky. His lodgings are hard to reach and his route is too short for a clean abduction in broad daylight. And sneaking into Whitehall wouldn't be without its collateral consequences. The club it is then. How do we get inside? Well, that's why I brought you, Professor. The doorman requires a signet ring and a password. Unless you like to enter through force. No, no violence. Yeah, I figured as much. Now. We can steal a ring easy enough, but the password is reserved to club members. We've tried bribing blokes to get it, but so far this has been a stubborn bunch. I believe we need to try a different level of incentive. I told you, I won't be responsible for hurting anyone else. And what if they deserve it? What do you mean? Well, our spies have been compiling a log of the club's membership and, wouldn't you know it, one of your old friends from Durham just happens to frequent the Diogenes, usually right at this hour. An old friend from Durham? Who? Ah, well, there he is now. Another man that loves his schedules. That's him, see? The thin one there, coming out of the cab. Oh, my God, is that George Farley? Aye, your old math colleague. Took up residence in London shortly after your arrest. Seems odd, doesn't it? Odder still. Mr. Farley makes daily visits to Brother Mycroft up in that stranger's room. He does? What could Farley be doing in London with Mycroft Holmes? I haven't the foggiest. Maybe we should ask him.
this way, Mr. Farley. We're just back in here. Oh, I Come now. Nothing to be nervous about. First time, love. But, well, not my first time doing, you know, but certainly at a brothel. And, uh, madam, you said Fred Porlock paid for all of this? Oh, yes. He's one of our largest clients. Sends all his good friends to me to get the Porlock special. On the bed with you now, and oh. I'll take your hands. <laughs> Hand handcuffs? Ow! Oh, is that too snug, love? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, are you sure this is part of it? Oh, yes, Mr. Farley. A little restraint helps to build the mood. Then we add a bit of shock to charge the senses. A, 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 a bit of shock? What's that supposed to mean? Oh, my God! James? Farley. What is this? Death, help! Help! Keep it quiet up. or I'll snap your neck, savvy. George, meet my friend from London. The Colonel doesn't work for the Crown, but he's equally ruthless. You and I have much to square, George. Starting with what you're doing in the city. Well, I, I'm working. I'm only working. Working for Mr. Porlock? Yes. He offered me a job. And you took it after what he did to me. What he did to you? He killed her. He killed Rose over my work, and you took his blood money. You're complicit. What? Did you know? Do you have any idea of the evil you're in bed with? James, please, what are you on about? I don't know anything about, about blood money or, or killings. Honestly, I'm only helping them finish what you started. What I started? Yes. Mr. Porlock has us trying to crack the maths on your equation for the future. You're working on my chaotic theory. We're trying. There's a whole team of us at the department pulling our hair out just to understand it. The Department of Topography and Statistics doesn't exist. It's a fake office. Oh, no, no, no. It's very real, James. Pollock's brought great minds from all the scientific disciplines together to innovate for the crown. Physicists, chemists, engineers. There's dozens of people and projects going on. He calls it all his thinking tank. But, but yes, he is very secretive about the work that's been done. We have to use false fronts and, and, and fake names to say protected from spies. Is that the truth of it, Farley? You swear to me? Yes, yes, James, I swear. It's all very innocent and fascinating. That's why I tried to get you on board. You would have loved it. And what of your club meetings with Mike... Uh, I mean, Mr. Porlock? It's just daily progress reports. Nothing nefarious, I swear. Thank you, George. Colonel... Please relieve Mr. Farley of his signet ring. Aye. What? No, 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 if I lose that ring, Mr. Porlock... Easy, bub. Mr. Porlock's the least of your worries, I promise you. Now, what's the password for the doorman? Give me a few days to nick some more rings. We can go in with a proper team. No, Colonel, we must act quickly. Farley won't keep quiet if we let him go, and when he doesn't show up at the club tomorrow, it will raise suspicion. What are you saying, Professor? I'm saying the window to get to Mycroft Holmes is closing fast. I will go to the club tomorrow. You? Why not? We already have the password and the ring. With a good wig and a bit of makeup, I can fool the doorman. 
Then I'll get the drop on Mycroft and get my answers. No, no, it's too dangerous to go alone. I can find someone else to dress up. Help, I'll do it myself. And do what? Drag him out by his collar? Mycroft is too large for one man to move, and trying to forcibly remove him by gunpoint would create a scene. Cost us the element of surprise. This is our best chance to ever get at him, Colonel. It has to be me. And what about me? You and the team will cover the street and keep an eye out for trouble. You want me outside on this? Club security is minimal. I can handle myself inside. And what if he screams bloody murder? In his silent club? I doubt it. At least not until I give him this. What is that? A gift from Dr. Sterndale, our drug man in West Africa. It's been sitting on my shelf for weeks, and now we have just the occasion to exploit its uses. A powder drug? Yes. Radix pedis diaboli. Devil's foot root. Devil's what what? Devil's foot root. It's a botanical ordeal poison that Ubangi medicine men employ in their rituals. This is poison? Looks more like snuff to me. Aha, precisely. This powder looks like harmless snuff. Easy enough to smuggle into a club. But if inhaled, the symptoms are quite severe. Hallucinations, fits of madness, and, with prolonged exposure, agonizing death. So you do mean to kill him, then? Mycroft Holmes is not innocent, Colonel. This man must pay for his crimes, and he will. Just as soon as I get my answers. Aye, but a bullet from my gun would be much more efficient. I don't want it to be efficient. A bullet is far too quick for what this man is owed. And I wouldn't ask you or any other to be the man that serves my justice. This is my fight. I will end it. Once I get my answers, I will sneak this powder into the fire. It will create a smoke that will poison Mycroft's lungs, and his inability to move with any speed will become his demise. Simple, effective, and no one gets hurt. No one else but you. Wouldn't you be breathing that smoke as well? I will hold my breath. Are you being funny right now? Not at all. A little smoke won't kill me, and Mycroft's raging lunacy from the powder will both assert my vengeance and create the very diversion I need to slip away. It's all very calculated, Colonel. Bollocks! You don't want me coming in because you don't know if you're coming out. You think you might die in there. <laughs> Aye, I knew it. Dying is part of your calculations. The things I've done, the blood on my hands. Perhaps death is what I deserve. No, <laughs> no. Don't you dare with that nonsense. Now, I'm asking you, as your partner, as your friend, to think of another way. You're a good partner, Colonel, and a far better friend. But I've thought it through completely, and we won't get another shot at Mycroft like this. I know it is a gamble, but it is my gamble, and I'm taking it. And if I'm to lose, I will lose on my terms, seeking justice and the truth for Rose and for myself. Aye, that's very noble of you, Professor. But I won't be letting you kill yourself for the truth, so... Best get back to your board and do some recalculating on this plan. Because I'm coming with you. Do you need help with that, Sebastian? Aye, Charlotte. I never much cared for neckties. I've had enough ropes around my throat for one lifetime. No sense putting another round willingly. Well, I rather like this look on you. You look quite handsome. Debonair. I look ridiculous. You look like a man that's seen the inside of a library. Charlotte, don't forget the Colonel's spectacles. No, no spectacles. 
The Diogenes caters to intellectuals. You must look the part. Inquisitive, bookish. You mean frail and weak? Yes, you've got it, exactly. Now, I've assumed this role rather naturally, however fitting you in without suspicion requires a more elaborate disguise. You were the one that insisted you come. Well, this is the club. That's him up there. The portly one in the armchair. Aye, right on schedule. The man's a machine, I tell you. You ready for this, Professor? Um, yes. We can still walk away. No. We've come too far to give up now. Remember, once we're inside, all speech is prohibited. Except for the stranger's room. Aye. Not a peep from me. And Miss Charlotte, should anything happen to no. me... No! Don't be putting that hex on us, Professor. Nothing's happening to no one. Not today. Charlotte will be seeing us both back at the brothel just as planned. Right. Miss Charlotte? Professor? Sebastian? Good luck. Gentlemen, welcome to the Diogenes. Your password, please. Jupiter. Thank you. And I see you have your ring. May I see yours as well, sir? Aye. I mean, yes. Uh, here you are. Hmm. Sir, I'm sorry, but uh, your ring looks... Something uh, wrong with my ring. Well, sir, it appears to be a, a, a fake. What? A, a fake ring? Are you serious? <laughs> is he serious right now? <laughs> now, what, what is this? Are you accusing me of something? No, no, sir. I'm terribly sorry. But, uh, well, if you just wait here, I'll get the manager. Oh, is that absolutely necessary? I'm afraid I must insist. Uh, it's my job, uh, you see. I understand. Colonel, plan B. Aye. What's that now? Right, come on, what on? Get this one tucked away, nice and safe now. Do not hurt him any further. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. That's it. Get him to his... Archie, you're on the door. Remember, no one enters. Yes, Professor. Quickly, drag him over here. See? I knew you'd find another way. Well, let's hope no one saw that. Get your answers and get them quick, so we can get the hell out of here. It is nice to see another in this stranger's room. We spend so much time in our heads, when most of the world's problems would be solved if men like us sat down and reasoned together. Would you agree? Well, that would require both of us to be reasonable men. Yes. Sit, sit, please. I would offer you snuff, though I know how opposed you are to altering your mechanisms. Professor. Mr. Holmes? How did you know? Knowing is my craft. Other men are specialists. 
My speciality is omniscience. And while your disguise is strong, your movements are predictable. Come. You know as well as I this meeting was destined. We are much like your asteroids. Forces hurtling through the cosmos fated to collide. Hmm. The only question that remains is how you will shatter. Shatter? No, you mistake our trajectories, Mr. Holmes, and your advantage. Sorry, gentlemen. The stranger's room is closed. Private party. A party? Aye. And you're not invited now. Kindly turn around before we need make any other noise. My man at the door is ready to remove you from this life, Mr. Holmes, should you cry for help. Your threats are illogical, Professor. You wouldn't kill a mind you still need, just as I haven't. Now, where to begin? What is to be our topic? Murder. Yes, you do have a one-track mind. Why did you do this to me? Why the secrets? Why the games? I would think that obvious. An equation for the future. We can't have such powerful ideas floating beyond our control, falling into the hands of the Americans, or the Germans, God save us. So it's world domination. How predictable. We already dominate the world, Professor. Now we must maintain it. And how better to assert our dominance than in predicting the unpredictable. To forecast markets and throttle our trade adversaries. To anticipate attack vectors and crush our enemies underfoot. Math of such means is a matter of national security. You would use my work for war? I would use it for England. To protect the crown. To strengthen an empire. And to prevent the war before it's begun. The greater good, was it? This is how you reconcile your evil. One man's life for the life of a nation. It is a simple calculation. I did send you many carrots, Professor, but you would never come willingly. That became clear. The only logical option left to gain your obedience was the stick. By sentencing me to die? That is illogical. No, that is strategy. In the end, the noose always persuades even the most stubborn of minds. Enough! Who killed Rose? Was it your bastard brother? Sherlock, kill Rose Winslow. I know he set me up for you. I know he's your agent. I keep many agents, Professor. You would know this as well if you'd widen your gaze to the greater game. None of this is a game to me. Who killed her? Tell me now, Mr. Holmes, or I will bring terrible things on you and those you love. Love? I have no time for it. Love is an emotional thing, and whatever is emotional is opposed to true cold reason, which must be placed above all things. But you, you're so ensnared by affairs of the heart that you've polluted your mind entirely. Be reasonable, Professor. Do you honestly mean to go to war with an empire over a woman? I will war with whomever I must. Then you will lose. It is frustrating to see such an accomplished logician still so lost after all this time. Makes me question if pursuing you was worth the trouble at all. You choose pain, then. So be it. Colonel? Colonel, will you please join us? He can't help you, Professor. Colonel, will you come in? <coughs> Hello, Professor. <sighs> I'm sorry, Professor. I'm sorry. 
It was all a trap. 